Sunday Scaries are specially formulated CBD gummies with vitamins D3 and B12 that are super consumable and easy to take on the go. The specially formulated CBD products with vitamins can help out in all sorts of ways. Whether you're just chilling out on a Sunday afternoon watching TV, or relaxing with friends, or maybe you need to keep your composure and concentrate on something that really does matter to you, either way, Sunday Scaries can be good for you. Sunday Scaries has become a leading CBD brand for millennials. Last year, Sunday Scaries CBD gummies and CBD oil won top accolades from Forbes, Men's Health, Allure, and Best Products. Sunday Scaries recently launched Cabin Scaries to promote social distancing and responsible isolation. A portion of sales will be donated to BEAP, that's the Bartender Emergency Assistance Program, to help displaced hospitality workers. Get 25% off your first order with the code NODUNKS at sundayscaries.com. That's 25% off your first order at sundayscaries.com and enter code NODUNKS where it asks for a coupon on the checkout page. Find out what product might be best for you. So go to sundayscaries.com and use code NODUNKS. Leal is here and I'm popping open an old pack of basketball cards as I do every week on Instagram Live. And today, on Canada Day, I have a special Canadian guest. It's Cabby. That's right, my man Cabby from the score days. He's a big basketball fan and an even bigger personality. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, invite sent, Cabby. Invite has been sent. Connecting, 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 connecting. Okay. Let's start all over again. (laughs) Yes, let's do that. Let's do that. (laughs) So, yeah, you're in Calgary, you were saying. And uh, and how long are you up here for? I'm here for a few weeks. I have to quarantine. Because I I flew in from Las Vegas, I have to quarantine for 14 days. Yeah. So I'm enjoying my quarantine uh, while I'm here in Canada. And then I'll be able to go roam free for a few weeks. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm so envious of someone being able to leave their uh, their their own area code, I think, you know. We're, we're going to be stuck here for a long time, so uh, you know. Yeah, the uh, I, I think I just saw something about like Houston running out of hospital beds right oh. now. It's uh, coronavirus is is running wild out there in those streets. It sure is, man. It sure is. Actually, all streets. What am I talking about? Both streets and all streets. Anyway, talking about running wild. How was it last year when the Raptors finally broke through and won that championship? It was incredible, Lee. I was I was in the parade. I was on bus number four. There were five buses. I was on a bus with Pascal Siakam, OG Ananobi, and Patrick McCaw. And it was one of those double-decker buses. And there were 2.5 million Canadians in the streets. There was a beautiful mosaic of faces and ages. It was really like all of – it felt like all of Canada had descended into the downtown core. And on this five-kilometer – uh, trek from the uh, the BioSteel perform or the OVO Performance Center to Nathan Phillips Square, which is um, uh, City Hall. It was supposed to be a two and a half hours. It took over five <laughs> hours to complete this short course, and it was like you've never seen the streets so crazy, man. Yeah. It was unbelievable, man. Well, yeah, well, I mean, like that's the thing because they celebrated obviously the crazy Kawhi shot over Philadelphia, and I think a lot of people thought that was maybe the the championship for the year. Then the crazy comeback against Milwaukee, so everyone was celebrating that. So by the time they celebrated the championship, everyone had had a lot of practice out, you know, just going crazy in the streets. Yeah, and, and it, I know that it was, they won on a Thursday. I think it was June 13th, I believe, and, 
Yeah, the, uh, the the images from downtown Toronto were just wild. Like every, yeah. you know, and I'm, you know, it was it, it was the, you know, the biggest championship that maybe our country. Well, you know what, 2010 yeah. when the the Canadian men's hockey team won gold in Vancouver, that was yes. a bigger celebration because it was the whole country. But yeah. this one yeah. felt. Yeah, it felt equal. I don't know. It probably wasn't the same as far as like numbers go, but it was, yeah. it was still like magical. Did you get a championship ring? <laughs> I did not. But Norman what? Powell uh, poured an entire bottle of champagne over my head. Oh, so that was man. like my uh, that was that was my way of celebrating his way of celebrating with me. Oh, man. I did not get a ring, though. Listen, oh. I'm not Drake. I'm not Nav Bhatia. Oh, uh, I don't know. You're, Listen, you're, you're not far below Nav Bhatia. I'm putting you, I'm putting like Nav there and then I'm putting you right next to him. I, pr I appreciate you, but uh, <laughs> those two, those two cats are legends. And I think they, they, they made a list. They did an audit of the VIPs. Yeah. Didn't make the list. But oh. um, if, listen, if the Raptors repeat and they somehow pull off another magical feat in the magical Disney kingdom, yeah. then I'm going to demand a ring this time. Yeah. Even though I have zero affiliation with the team, I'm just a dude <laughs> from Toronto that's been interviewing and bugging their players for over a decade. I'm still going to put in my request. Well, that's cool. Well, I'm glad you joined me today so I can bug you because I've got you. a... Um... I've got a, uh, a little game we play. I pop open a pack of old basketball cards from the early 90s. Okay, so I've had a couple of Canadian legends on. I've had Skeets, of course. You know, I've had Ariel Hawani. He did an incredible Amazing. job. We actually Ariel it. killed it. Oh, he, we, That dude was like, I think he had like a 90% or 95% <laughs> clip correct on, on like two packs. <laughs> If, yeah, listen, if I even get to if I get to fifty percent, that's a win for me. Fifty one percent, because when I was in university, it was D for degree. So right, if I get fifty one percent. I'm right. going to celebrate. Well, well, they're ninety three, ninety four Fleer. Okay, so um, okay. You, know, you, you should have been you should have been you know like a, a big basketball fan then just before the Raptors started. So I think you'd be going to go all right on these. Ninety three, ninety four. Okay, yeah. so this is this is Houston versus the Knicks. In game seven, John Starks goes three for 22 or three for 18, yeah. one of those two. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. was the same day of the OJ chase and yes. the New York Rangers yes. won the Stanley Cup. Okay, okay. Yeah, so the June World 12th Cup or something. or something like that as the well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Yeah, okay. All right. Well, 93, the, first, the, first, the first card I have here, you should get this because he hit the biggest shot of the 93 finals that gave the Bulls the championship, the three-peat. Oh, John Paxson. There you go. There you go. It's not okay. too bad, is it? Hey, okay, John. It was interesting seeing him in the last dance because he's bald. Yeah. And, like, you just – and I haven't seen John Paxson since the 90s. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's what John Paxson looks like? But shout out to you. He, yeah. He's uh, – Michael trusted him, and he came through in the clutch. Well, he hit that in the last dance as well. He hit that shot against Indiana that sort of put them into the playoffs in Jordan's rookie season as well. So, uh you know, he, he's, wow, I, yeah. I didn't realize he's, yeah. he was like a Bulls lifer almost like 10, 11 well, years with the Bulls. Yeah, that's why he's been in the front office forever. I think he just got a uh, lifetime contract there and uh, didn't have to do much, apparently. So <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> All right, this next get. guy. This next guy is a smaller guy. He was in a dunk contest once and he had some pretty explosive uh, on-court dunks. I think you're going to remember him. You can, no, he's, Spud no, Webb? No, bigger than Spud, but like a small guy. I think he's an assistant coach. Uh, D. Brown? No, no, he didn't win the dunk contest, but he was in it. But he had some big dunks. You think of him probably mostly on the Denver Nuggets. Okay, and, Denver Nuggets. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I'm thinking of, like, Fat Lever. I'm thinking 
This guy's got I mean, a great... Alex, Alex English wasn't small. No. A small guy from... Yeah, and this guy, this guy's got a great nickname because it's his last name and it's also a fantastic... Oh! Oh, uh, Cham guy. No, no, no. It's it's a uh, it's a massive arcade game from the eighties. I'm sure you played it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like I think of I think of the video game Rampage. Okay, hold on, hold on. Denver Nuggets ninety three, ninety four. So that was was Jalen Rose drafted that year, or was he drafted the year uh, I think, after? I think he was. Or, I think he was. Uh, Jalen was drafted in ninety four. I think so. This guy played a season without him. But, uh, so Dikembe Mutombo. Hold yeah. on, I'm going to get this. It's okay. not. It's not Mahmoud uh, no, no, Abdul Rauf. No, no, no. This guy. So technically, I didn't realize this. This guy was not drafted, but he came in and he had a big. He had a big impact on the league. He had a big impact. Oh, uh, I'm already one for two. <laughs> a big impact on the league from the Denver Nuggets. Well, an impact. So, uh, Explosive little guy. Um, he went I, to. I don't know. You he get, played for Portland as well. Robert Pack, the Pac-Man. Man, I do not remember this cat at all. But no? I, I thank you for all the hints. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me about seventy-five hints. I'm one of the thought, dumbest humans alive. But no, uh, but no, Robert no. He, Pack. He, he had. He was one of those guys who had like two or three seasons where he was kind of explosive, and then he kind of drifted around a bit and uh, didn't sort of stick all that long in the league. But um, yeah, he's an assistant coach, I think. In uh, I think in Charlotte right now, actually, I think. So, okay. 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 Moving on, moving on. This next one, absolutely, I guarantee you're going to get this one because this guy was a huge, huge name coming out of UNLV. He was the number one pick in the oh. 91 draft. Oh, shout out, to, shout out to Grandmama, Larry Johnson. Oh, yeah. There he is. I think those were – he had a pair of Converse and he had yes. that great marketing campaign as Grandmama. And they, those were the first pair of sneakers that I bought with my own money. I had a job yeah. – at Wendy's when I was in when I was 13 and 14 years old and I bought a pair of grandmamas and then I bought myself a pair of Tim Hardaway crossovers before wow. I was like building up to a pair of Jordans but yeah those are I, I remember that era fondly I think they were like Converse React or something like that but yeah he was, yeah yeah he was, and he had like the the little part like right up the middle shout out to oh, Larry yeah. Johnson yeah 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 he, he was awesome and uh, his career kind of ended a little bit early um, you know I think he was just such a big strong guy you know, he took a bit of a pound. Yo, he was playing the forward lead. Yeah. He was a yeah. six-foot-four power forward like Charles yeah. Barkley, just yokes. And my guy – and then, like, he, he started to go, you know, shoot from the perimeter, had, like, you know, throw up the L, like, with the, the Knicks in that shortened season when they went oh, to the yeah, finals yeah, yeah. against the Spurs, oh, part of that, that squad. Awesome. But, yeah, yeah. He, did have a, he did have a short career. It was only like 10, 11 years, yeah. But, but uh, yeah, I guess coming out of college, though, as well, I guess he was a four-year guy out of uh, UNLV, I'm thinking. I, I guess that's right. So, he, um, you know, he was probably drafted when he was, like, 21 or 22, you know, like not, not right. the one-and-done guys, I think, anyway. But, um, <laughs> all right, this next one's a funny one because uh, <laughs> he is the Raptors beat writer since day one. And he's got a basketball card? Like Doug Smith? <laughs> Doug Smith is correct. There you go. Doug Smith. <laughs> <laughs> a different Doug Smith. Thank you. Yeah. This guy's probably like 6'10 or 6'11. It looks like he's, he's in the low post and looking for someone to pass to. It's funny. Whenever we do this with, uh, with the guys, it's, it's incredible how often we get the Doug Smith. So it's, it's a pretty easy uh, clue when I give them. So uh, I'm glad you've got you. that one as well. He's got a book coming out. Okay, three for four. Back at who, who? The Toronto Stars, Doug Smith, or yeah. that basketball uh, player, Doug Smith? <laughs> Maybe both. I bet. <laughs> do you know if Doug Smith from the Star got a uh, a championship ring? Oh, he must have. He's yeah. a day one guy. Him, yeah. Paul Jones, 
Um, I would think those two guys in the media should have gotten, and obviously Matt Devlin, yeah. Jack Armstrong, probably Leo Rounds, probably. I mean, Leo's a day one guy as well. Yeah. But I would imagine Doug Smith and Paul Jones got them. Yeah. yeah. Jack uh, Jack Armstrong probably would have traded pawned his off for a, a couple of pints of Guinness somewhere. I think by now, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> no, he would have given his away because he's such a generous yeah. guy and he's so gregarious and a great storyteller. So he probably would have. He probably has had his replaced a few times, a few times because he just gives them to like rabid Raptors <laughs> fans in Toronto. All right, well, you're, or doing, anybody. you're doing pretty well here. Three out of four, I'll say, right now, and um, and I think you're going to get this one too, because this guy was the uh, I think he won the dunk contest um, in 1992, and he had the big blindfold dunk. You remember that? Oh, Cedric Sabalos from go. the Phoenix Suns. Oh, right, I got you. Said said, and, he, and like the blindfold was like a lit, it wasn't completely over his eyes. Nah. Like he could see, he tilted his head back a little bit so he could like <laughs> see the court and see where he was, he was stepping. Oh, but shout man. out to Cedric Sabalos. Have you ever come across him? Have you ever met him in, in your travels? No, never did. Never did. I, uh, when, when we went to the all-star game in Phoenix that year, I think yeah. he was doing some MC duties, but we never, I never yeah. um, introduced myself or anything. Who, who's the sort of um, unlikeliest like guy you've in, you've you've interviewed who you've had the most fun with like any sport across any sport like a guy you oh. thought of, you know I didn't think this guy was going to be all that entertaining but he turned out to be great um the first person that comes to mind is Latrell Sprewell really he had sort of he had an RBF of like 45 out of 10 arresting <laughs> bitch face but we went to we went to Latrell's in LA we went to his he had like a auto custom custom shot or detailing shop where yeah. he would do custom rings rims he was like the first in him or chris mills were like the first in the nba in that era where wow. custom rims were really big yeah and he was the nicest dude yeah yeah he was yeah. like he's like do you guys want any food do you guys want any drinks like no man we came to shoot like an interview with you and then later i think that night or the next day we saw him um i, I was working for nba excel at the time we right. saw him at a party in la and Actually, Kobe was at that party, and I was too afraid to introduce myself to Kobe at that time. <laughs> wow. And I saw Kevin Garnett. And wait, you saw Spree. Well, we're like, what's up, fellas? Like, our little crew. And I'm yeah. like, hey, what's up, Spree? And we felt like so – it almost – it gave us, like, a charge because yeah. he, he's like, oh, you know, he acknowledged us, and we were just a couple of, like, random Canadian dudes <laughs> at this party. We had no business being – I think Ludacris performed and Snoop performed. We were just, like, feeling the vibes. Anyway, Latrell Spree was the first person awesome. that comes to mind. He was – he was great. Yeah, that's great because he does seem one of those guys who's kind of, um, you know, he doesn't seem all that fun and entertaining when you see him. But, uh, you know, I guess uh, you did. You, he was like that when you saw him, which is great. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he, he, I guess with the meat, with some of the meat, he was a little bit ornery. Yeah. But he yeah. was awesome. Awesome yeah. with me. All right. Next guy here. Um, this guy was kind of, he's got, a, he's got a famous 90s NBA name. Big white guy. You probably remember him most from the Minnesota Timberwolves and Phoenix Suns. Uh, but he's on the Washington Bullets. He was a one-time All-Star, and um, uh, Cherokee? No, not Cherokee Parks. No, I don't think no. Cherokee Parks this, had a nickname. This uh, guy, uh, this guy averaged like, um, you know, he must have he, he must have averaged twenty a game a couple of years in the nineties, and uh, yeah, he's just got a funny name. Like, um, like his boy, name, uh, his name is like a famous search engine right now. <laughs> a famous search engine okay yeah. if you, so there's if you search obviously for, there's google yahoo there was like alta vista yeah there was there was uh oh you're, my god you're right on track you're right on track with the first one there, there was net netscape okay google who 
The big, <laughs> big white guy. Oh, a big white dude. What college did he go to? Do you remember? Uh, he went to he went to uh, NC State, and he was uh, he was uh, it was a number six pick in the '92 draft. NC State. I, and, uh, I was thinking Eric Montrose, but he didn't have a nickname, and he, that's probably too early for Eric Montrose. Oh, yeah. If you do, uh, if, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Duke. Of... Oh, no, <laughs> NC State. <laughs> Go back to that search engine. You're right there. You just got to You just gotta work that it's search a... engine. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I, I'm lost. Do you, I... do you do a lot of Googling? I'm... Of course. And listen, if my Google history was revealed to the public, I would be morbidly embarrassed. Well, like this some guy, of the things I Google at like three or four o'clock in the morning. Go ahead. Let me you, see it. Do you Google Tom Googliata? Oh, Tom Googliata. <laughs> if you had said, if you had said he was like the main dude with like the Timberwolves, like the Garnet Timberwolves, yeah. I'd be like, oh, Tom Googliata, because he was, he was like. I think he was the lead scorer for that for most of Garnett's early um, career. Yeah. Tom Gugliotta. Yeah, oh my yeah, gosh! Yeah. I think and he, oh, that, that was a great that was a great hint. By the way, I'm just he's he one of those guys that just um, you know, like say whenever whenever someone says someone from the '90s, like a kind of goofy name, like his name pops up. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I'm four for six. I All think right, I'm four well, for six. Well, you're, you're an absolute lock here to go five for seven because you're going to get this guy because uh, I'm sure you must have spoken to him before. Uh, he was the only other man to win six championships with Michael. Oh, well, Scotty Pippen. Yeah, there you go. That's an easy one. You know, I've never met Scotty, and really? I, I'm like, I'm so jealous of his baritone voice. Like oh, he's got yeah. one of the deepest voices in the history of professional sports. I can't, but yeah, no, I never, I've never even seen Scotty with my own eyes. I met Dennis, and I've met Michael, but I've yeah. never met Scotty. You've, um, how many times have you met Michael? Just twice, oh, and right. I was, and I, and I hugged them both times, yeah. and like chest, like face to chest, where I could feel his heartbeat, <laughs> and he just didn't know, like nobody ever touches Michael Jordan, yeah, like certain, like not a fan, like maybe a handshake, but nobody puts their arms around Michael like yeah. I did, and and both times I interviewed him. We were told explicitly, Michael is not doing any <laughs> interviews. Both times we're on a golf course, and I just kind of waited out, like camped out, and then I just found, you know, a, a you know a, a minute, like little slivers of time, and I just yeah. approached him, and he was uh, he was gracious with his time for as famous as he is. Like he yeah. doesn't he doesn't know me. I'm just a random dude, a random chubby reporter, but. I uh, made the most of it, and just uh, I just he had to like peel me off with his, like his elbow, <laughs> like one of these eventually, because it was. I think the first time I hugged him was a, about seven one thousands. Right. If you count out seven one 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 thousand, yeah, yeah, two yeah. one thousand, yeah. three. That's a long time, and to have like a two hundred forty pound dude hugging you feels like an eternity. <laughs> I can imagine. You know, I, I I'm pretty sure I've seen that. Certainly, the first time you interviewed him because you, it might, maybe it was when you were at the score and you gave it him was, a, it and was. you gave him a card and you said. Thank you for making yes. a, a fat kid believe he could fly. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You have a great memory. Thank well, you. Yeah, yeah. Because, I, you know, I mean, Michael's obviously the pinnacle for anyone in, 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 you know, to try to get an interview. So when you sort of, you know, ambushed him like that and, uh, you know. <laughs> I really did. He said he knew who you were too, if I remember correctly. Like he, or he recognized uh, you. 
I don't know. I don't know if he did. I, maybe he was just being nice. At the second time I interviewed him, he said, oh, yeah, you're, I, I kind of vaguely remember you. Maybe it's because I did hug him, and that right. was, like, <laughs> like permanently stamped in his head, like, as someone to avoid in the future. And then I popped up again a few years later. But, yeah, it was, it was awesome. Well, wow, man, that's uh, a career highlight. That's it, man. Two two more times than I've ever got a chance to uh, to harass. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it'll be worth it'll be worth maybe going to jail for if I if I ever get a chance to see him and I'll just jump on him like you did and I'll say I'm with man, you. I'm with you. you. Know. As long as you approach him with love. <laughs> yeah, with love. Then All you right. won't go to jail. All right, this next guy, you should get this guy too because he's got. Speaking of uh, of Scotty Pippen having a baritone voice, this guy had a really sort of high pitched voice and he was a coach he coached the mavericks he won a championship with the spurs and uh and he coached oh the- avery johnson there you go there you go <laughs> <laughs> shout out to avery johnson and, and do you remember that bit in uh the kings of comedy i think it was cedric the entertainer was doing impressions they were like playing yeah. basketball and wanted outside and, and someone was doing phil jackson's like scotty scotty and then i think someone maybe it was dl Hughley, was like avery johnson like the yeah. most country accent imaginable that's the one that he had that's great yeah he's uh yeah every time he gets interviewed after a game it sounds like he's almost like just taking a suck of helium out of a balloon you know he's got that sort of like, <laughs> <laughs> well but but he's also like so country but you know also in like the on the Mount Rushmore of high pitch yeah. voices, uh, Dave Stewart, the pitcher from the Oakland Athletics in right. the early ni- late eighties, early nineties, and um, I think um, Tony Gwynn, legend, one of the greatest hitters in the history of baseball, also yeah. kind of a high pitch. The voice <laughs> didn't match the face. One of those. Didn't That's funny when that face. happens. It does happen. I don't know if you ever spoke to Brandon Roy, but he he always had a no. Sort of- Brandon Roy had a, had a had a voice that didn't really match his uh, the, his look either. You know, he kind of had a high really? voice. Yeah, shout out to Brandon Roy. He was a stud, man. I, I, he really was. Uh, he really before Dame Lillard. Oh uh, yeah. Wow. The, unfortunately, is it two catastrophic knee injuries? One or two, or on both knees? And yeah, well, yeah, he meniscus. was a cheat. Yeah, he lost the meniscus there, and uh, yeah, that, that sucked. All right, this next one you're going to get too, because this guy's an internet sensation these days. He's the block or charge man. Oh, shout out to Rex Chapman. Yeah, Washington Wizards, uh, or Washington Bullets Rex Chapman, I should say. Oh, my gosh. I've never seen that card before. I don't even remember him. I remember him at – it was Kentucky, right? Yeah. I think I remember him in Kentucky, but not – I don't think I remember – oh, no. um, uh, As we had Larry Johnson earlier, I remember him with the Charlotte Hornets um, in their inaugural season or – Early, yeah. like Alonzo Mourning, Rex Chapman. I think Rex Chapman was in a dunk contest, actually. He was. He did like an under, like he kind of tossed it up under his arm and then dunked it like baseline. That's what yeah, I remember he, of Rex Chapman. Yeah. He had hops for a white guy. He, he was, uh, he was, he sort of exploded onto the scene there in Charlotte, was a big star and he, he bounced around a bit, but he could still shoot. He, he had a game actually um, for Miami against the Bulls. I saw it recently on Twitter or somewhere where he, he lit up Jordan. He was talking trash to Jordan the whole time. And it was like, you know, yeah, I mean... I Jordan think, did not forget that. He probably no. dropped 70 points the next time they played. <laughs> I think the Bulls actually won that game, but Rex was out there talking smack to Jordan. So it was uh, it was a great... Hey, listen, it's like LeBradford Smith, man. If you get a chance to talk a little trash to Jordan, doesn't matter what it costs you in the end, it's worth it. <laughs> I think so too. LeBradford Smith is now will now live in infamy. Even though MJ made up that story, we yeah. still know the name <laughs> LeBradford Smith. That's the craziest thing. Like, why does Jordan need to make up a story about LeBradford Smith, of all people, you know? 
True, but listen, kept him, kept him like iron sharpens iron, and kept him like the greatest competitor in the history of yeah sports, as far as we know. All right. Well, I've lost track, but you've done pretty well, and I think I, I'm, uh, I'm seven for nine. All right, well, seven for nine. You're going to go eight to ten here um, because this guy was a former Raptor, former Laker, but he was probably most famous actually on the Sacramento Kings. Doug Christie. Oh, there you go. Easy, easy. Shout out to Doug Christie. He would always yeah, at yeah, the free yeah. throw line. You know, his, uh, kiss kisses yeah. his uh, finger, his heart, and then point to the stands because his wife, Jackie Christie, was in the stands watching. And Jackie Christie was one of the only wives that traveled with the team because she just wanted to make sure that Doug was always, always stayed in line and, like, the blinders were always just looking at Jackie. It was like there were legendary stories about her and, like, just, just like, hat, like basically owning that dude. Like, he couldn't walk or go anywhere without permission. It, it seemed like. I mean, I'm sure those stories were embellished. Yeah. But I'm, she had that dude under control. I'm shocked that, that he was allowed, you know, like, because others, I'm sure, would love to have their families and kids and, and stuff like that at times. But uh, I can't believe he was But also sometimes, before. I'm sure, Lee, there are some times where dudes just want to get away for a little Yeah. You yeah. know, you got, like, you got an 18-month-old that's crying and maybe, like, a four-month-old or a four-year-old. You're just like, we got 11 days on the West Coast swing. I'm just going to take that little West Coast and just a little bit of relief. All you got to do is FaceTime a few, you know, a few <laughs> minutes a day or whatever. And then just, have you, you know, take uh, a little mini vacation. Have you ever traveled on a team plane for anyone? I have not, no. And we had a, we pitched an idea to travel. Uh, my, my last year working at TSN to travel with the Raptors. It was like a Florida swing. We ended right. up doing a bit with Danny Green where we took him to a snake sanctuary because oh, he yeah. likes exotic pets. And I had a couple, like, had a snake on me. And Danny Green was, like, super chill. You know, that dude is, like, so cool under yeah. any circumstance. But, like, there were snakes, like, just, like, on our person. <laughs> and uh, But, no, we, we, couldn't, um, we couldn't get on the plane. Uh, uh. Jennifer Quinn, the director of the Raptors, politely declined that request. Oh, man. Man. I can't believe this. Director of communications for the Raptors. Yeah, did no, not get a ring. Yeah. Did not get ring. access they to the plane. On the plane. I mean, come on, man. What's going on? I, I thought you had a bit more yeah. pull like uh, than that in the in the city of Toronto. Sadly, I don't have that much <laughs> juice, Lee. Sadly. All right. Well, this next guy, you're gonna get you you you're killing it here, and you're gonna get another one. So I'll make this clue a little bit harder. He played for the Raptors. In fact, I think in their inaugural season he played. But this okay. guy, this guy has picked up. Um, He's picked up uh, championships with the Pistons, the Bulls, and... Oh, Chauncey Billups, say no more. No, not Chauncey right? Billups. Right? No. Chauncey Billups. I was so cocky, too. Yeah. Um, this guy's... Um, this guy, wait, with the Bulls? The yeah. guy won with the Bulls? He got one with the Bulls. I mean, by the, so he picked up his... The, the two where he was prominent with the, were with the Pistons, 89 and 90, and then he moved to the Raptors. Oh, the Heat. okay, hold on. Oh, you're talking... Oh, uh, Big guy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's, he's like one of the most charming yes. and gregarious and yes. uh uh um lovable personalities yeah. that nba has ever seen we're talking about john sally john sally yeah he just opened i saw on on instagram a vegan restaurant in la too yes he just was like, he was ahead of the curve as yeah. far as uh diet goes and he is also a big proponent of cannabis i think he has either yeah. one or two cannabis companies but yeah he's that guy has the Best stories and is yeah. the best storyteller, John Sally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was great. We saw the movie um, Eddie 
we were watching it for our show, and um, <laughs> you guys did like a rewatch of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, and uh, and he's in that, and he is so natural as an actor. Like he's just like yeah. you, you know most most sort of you know athletes, basketball players struggle in that role. He was like it was like oh this is nothing I can do this, and he was great. He John was, Sally had his own talk show. Bro. Yeah, he had right. a talk show in L.A. because he was. Like he would just have the best personality yeah. for, uh, for and could and could like do a good host. I don't know how long it lasted, but he had a talk show. <laughs> well, hope uh, hope his vegan restaurant lasts a bit longer out there because that's a great idea, and uh, I'd love to get out there one day. Uh, also, shout out to the best damn sports show ever. Oh, yeah. that that show was ahead of its yes. ahead of its uh, or was was a was a, um, a pioneering show where different athletes of different sports yeah, come that, together yeah. and have like yeah. Have All a little right. round table. We've got four more to go here. Let's let's see if you can knock. Okay, so I'm nine for eleven. Yeah, this is great. Okay, this man this man is known as the Iron Man for two reasons. He oh, AC Green. <laughs> there you go. There you Yo, go. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I I stole that because you because you had an AC Green card with Ariel and oh. you used the same <laughs> the same lead up. So yeah, that that was a layup for me. All right, ten for twelve. He's, uh, I mean, how he was able to resist uh, his entire career is incredible. Start, I think it's going to start raining here, but anyway, we'll keep we'll keep pushing through. Okay, this guy was a big man for the Utah Jazz in the uh, in the eighties and nineties. He was Mark Eaton. Yeah, there you go, Mark Eaton, big Mark Eaton. That guy led the league. I think player of the year or led the league and or led the league in blocks. I think four or five yeah. years. He was a monster in the middle. Oh, and he averaged like four and a half a game or something like that at one point there in his career. Um, he looks like he one of the bad guys in Superman. He was? <laughs> yeah, Nom. I think his name's Nom, isn't it, that guy? That's the one you're thinking of, uh, the one who didn't speak. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, right, yeah. 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 It's Nom. All right, oh, man. Two, these last two, you're going to clean up, man. You're going to clean. You're going to go top of the leaderboard here because this next Let's guy. Let's go. This next Let's guy go, baby. Is, uh, is the seven-time champ. Oh, Robert Ory. There you go. Big shot, Bob. Big shot, Rob. Yeah. Big shot, Bob. He's another one. Is he? Pretty charismatic He's guy. not in the Hall of Fame, right? No, no, I don't think he's going to get in. I don't think he's going to get seven in. Seven rings. I know, seven I mean, for seven. Obviously like, a role player. Yeah. Seven for seven, what, in the finals? I think so, yeah. I don't think he ever lost in the finals. Um, oh, sorry. I thought you meant, like, shooting from, from oh, range. No, 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 no. He, um, I mean, he had, uh, he had some huge moments. I mean, we remember the big shots against the Kings and the Sixers yep. in the finals. But he had, for the Spurs, game five against um, Detroit in the 2005 finals, he had 21 points and hit some huge threes. We hit that one big three at the end where they doubled off him, which was a uh, crazy decision. Crazy decision. He hit it and they won. So uh, well, He earned that nickname for sure. Oh, okay, yeah. so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm 12 for 14. All right. Well, gonna, this, is, this is incredible. You're going to be 13 for 15 because I'll, make, I'll try to make this one a little bit harder for you because it's pretty easy. This guy also has one of the greatest voices in NBA history. In fact, I've said I think he's got the best voice. He's another big, big, big man. Hall of Famer. Oh, are you talking about Dikemi Mutombo? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going the other way with it. You, you, by you know the what? best voice, you're not, the most unique. You're on the right track there with Dikembe. He's a big guy. He's a big guy. He picked up a championship late in his career, and um, he's got the best biceps you've ever seen, probably too. He's got the best what? Biceps. Biceps. Oh, okay. So Kevin Willis was no, jacked. Um, yeah, best arms. This guy's got the best. Oh, arms. David Robinson. No, no, close. You're on. The, you're very close. It's the same sort of ballpark there. 
This guy came out of... Um, oh, Alonzo Morning. There you go. There it is. Big zone. There, yo, this guy was... This dude was seven feet tall, like 3% body fat, and then yeah. he, he looked like he was born in a lab. Like, just yeah. a... Just a Vitruvian man, like perfectly sculpted, seven feet tall, good-looking dude. I'm sure he had a lot of fun playing in the NBA early in his career. Like, if you're seven feet tall and you look like that, like, I and mean, just you're just gonna be a you're just gonna be a lighthouse, you know? It's just he's still in great shape now. Like, I saw something with the Miami Heat recently, and he he looks like he could still go out there and give you ten minutes. He's, uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, he's, he's kept himself in shape. Well, listen, if Bam Adebayo is unfor- unfortunately comes down with the Rona, then maybe, uh, maybe Zoe can suit up for a, for a quick, uh, 10 day contract <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, 13 out of 15, man. Not bad at all. Not bad. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to have, um, you versus Ariel one day and have like a battle and you know like a no Ariel will kill me <laughs> Ariel Ariel is so knowledgeable in baseball basketball and MMA I might get him in football yeah Ooh, okay uh, that's, that's about challenge. that's about it that's about it <laughs> yeah it's uh it, it's been great though Cabby thanks so much for joining us man my pleasure Lee thanks sorry about the technical difficulties off at the beginning nah, but uh, it's awesome that. to see your face and yeah. I'm glad that you're still rocking the the Raptors red on Canada Day even though you're in the United States please get some shelter I don't want you to get hit by lightning yeah. or get rained on it, it is it is start I think it is going to start uh, pouring down right here you know hey Cabby before we go one quick thing you know I think it was um I saw you at the finals like two years ago, I think it was, out in Oakland. Yes, and I was so jealous at your access. You you, <laughs> you did a piece with um, you did oh you did a piece with Clay Thompson. Oh no, Steph. Yeah. You did a piece with Steph a couple years before, and I was so jealous. I'm like, how'd you get that much time with Steph? You're learning how to shoot all that stuff. Yeah, it, it was it was great to see. But I was I was jealous of you for sure. Well, it's funny you bring up Clay Thompson because I had a feature lined up with Clay Thompson through NBA TV, and I was all ready to go. And I got bumped, and guess who I got bumped for? <laughs> was it me? They said I they, bumped you. They said that they said <sighs> they said uh, a Canadian network already had something uh, pre-arranged with Clay, so he's not going to do both. And I'm like, all oh, right, which one? They said TSN. I'm like, that's Cabby, man. That's Cab. That's my man. Uh, Cabby. Wait, at Cabby. the finals? At the finals? Yeah, wait, it was like two oh, years ago. <laughs> and you know what? Actually, Clay, we didn't end up getting Clay because uh, he had. So yeah, something with his ankle or whatever. So I ended up getting Steph Curry instead oh. of Clay, which right. was like incredible. Either one is incredible. I interviewed Clay at the finals, uh, the the following year when they played the Raptors. But yeah. I'm so sorry for that. Man. We didn't even get Clay that time. Oh man, I'll make it up to you somehow. <laughs> well, it's it's all right. You did this for me today, so we'll call it evens from now. Appreciate you, my brother. All right, Cabby. Well, happy Canada Day. It's been great seeing you, and uh, and hopefully we uh, we meet again somewhere in the finals or uh, you know some sure. NBA arena soon. For sure. Please say what's up to Tass, Skeets, and uh, Trey for me, please. I will. I will.